Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get, well, all the lines are all jammed up. So I want to thank you guys for uh, joining us on this Saturday morning. And we did post that link for the uh, drive letter issue. And so the, the irony of this is, you know, Microsoft comes up with these updates that they slam down your throat and uh, update your Windows 10. And in this case, they forgot to rehide the drive letter that is running short on space. So they give it comes up with this annoying pop-up that the uh, caller was having. And uh, so we actually posted a 2015 article that Bob found that shows you all the different ways to hide the drive letter again so you don't get the, the darn warning from Microsoft saying you're out of space because of us. Because we are we shouldn't even be telling you this, but because we forgot to do what we're supposed to do, we're telling you anyways. And we don't want you to use your computer because you know we don't need to do anything important on it, right? <laughs> it's just well, insane. You know, you got to get the bottom line. Is The bottom line is all, this co- all these computers run on computer code. Yeah. Computer code is written by... Humans. Human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't know any perfect human being. No, of and course not. People make mistakes. But they got to test this stuff. I mean, this is a this happens every yeah, now and again. Testing costs money. Come on. They got billions. Come on. <laughs> Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Antoinette and Fairfield. What's going on, Antoinette? Okay. I need you guys' opinion between the PC versus uh, Apple. My son is telling me that it doesn't matter now with the Apple when it comes to software like Word, Excel, and other software, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter now. Mm-hmm. Apple can handle it because he's got something he wants to give me, and I'm telling him I want to go to PC because mm. most software and things I would have to do, people need it through like Word, mm-hmm. which is Microsoft. Right, but right. he's saying it really doesn't matter now anymore. I will tell you, you got a great a great son who wants to give you a computer. That's number one, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so the, it really he's he's correct. Um, Apple can run most applications, uh, especially for home use. You shouldn't have any issues running most applications that you'd want to run Word and Excel. Any any Microsoft applications work in Mac, uh, Apple Mac. So if if he wants to give you an Apple, that's great. He's going to spend a lot more money on the on the computer, but he obviously is a fan of Apple, and he wants to give his mom something nice. Just make so, sure you get the Mac versions. Yeah, I have to get the Apple Mac versions of the software. Good point, Bob. So he's, the Apple Mac, right, because the one thing that I want, because I have a PC, I have an iPad, which I love. Yeah. And so I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at his house, I can, you know, work his Apple, you yeah. know, the software. Nice. I just don't like Apple's pages and their... Excel equivalent, they okay. really fuck to me. Well, that's, um, that's back to preference, though. My brother though. is saying that um, 
most software is made for the PC. So that's where mm-hmm. my confusion is. You know, why don't I just go with a PC? I'm looking at if I get the Apple, you know, I'm looking at the the Mac Mini. I don't want a tablet because I have the uh, right. uh, uh, laptop because I have the tablet. Right. And I take that with me. Yeah, your brother's, your bro- again, your brother's correct too. I mean, again, most, most software is written for PC, but Apple can run most of it. But your point that you really have to think about is your usage. If you don't like sitting at your son's, um, Apple in his home and using the uh, operating system within his home, you're not going to like it when you get it from him as a gift. And you may not end up using the tool because he wants you to use the computer, right? So there's nothing wrong with your preference saying, son, hey, you know what? Thank you for the Apple gift, but I, I am more comfortable with Windows. That would be the same for me. I am more comfortable with Windows. I will use Windows probably until the end uh, because until they until they eventually get taken over by Google, but that's a whole other issue. Uh, but I'll always use Windows for now, and only because of preference, even though I can have uh, an understanding that Apple's a good product as well. So he's trying to give you a great gift. Your preference is Microsoft. There's nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing wrong with you preferring that. Um, then And making you learn the new Apple I.O., the Apple interface can slow you down. You may not want to do that. So it's back to preference, but they are both correct. Apple can run almost all applications out there that you're going to want to run generally. Okay, one quick question. Your experience with, like, the Mac Mini as a PC, because it's small, it doesn't take up space, and that's what I'm looking for, not having a tower. Um, Have you had any experience with the Mac Mini? Um, I haven't personally, but I know the owner of Tab does have a Mac Mini. But you can also look at... uh, you know, Intel Nuke, Nuke, uh, NUC computers, uh, and they're called okay. Nooks, and they're really tiny uh, as well. So you can find very small Windows-based systems as well. So if you tell your son, look, you know, I like the idea of a Mac Mini, but can you also look into an Intel Nuke, NUC computer, a very tiny box, uh, that can do the same thing for you and maybe make you happier because it's in a Microsoft environment that you're more familiar with. Okay, when you say Nuke, is N-U-K-E? You're N-U-C. Saying? Oh, and you see. Okay. Yeah. We'll put a link for you. We'll put a link as to an example so you can look at it. Maybe your son can get that for you instead. Okay. I appreciate that. You're Thank welcome, you. Antoinette. Thanks for the call. Love you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Bye right. bye. That means uh, next unit of computing, in case anybody wants to know what the acronym means. Yeah. Next unit of computing. That's just an Intel marketing gig. Of course. Scam there. <laughs> we'll put a link up there for you, though. It's a good, good product. We build them for our, machine, our clients as well. Let's go on to uh, George in East Hampton next. Hey, George. Hi, good morning. I have what I hope is, I expect to be a quick question. Okay. I um, auto detect analog input entering power save. My, that's, I'm just reading off my computer screen, my screen that just went blank on the on the monitor. Yep. Is that is that indicating I need a new monitor? Probably. No, 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 no. It just means it went to sleep on you. Yeah, but it it does it randomly, and uh, it's not it random. My work. It should be during a set time. Go ahead, Bob. It's going to be during periods of inactivity. So your monitor is set to go to sleep for after a certain number of minutes. You could set it down to number of seconds. You could set it down to five minutes. Right. Uh, you could set it to ten minutes, or you could set it to never. When you shake your mouse, does it wake back up again? No. <laughs> and, it, and it does it when I'm using it. Oh, that's not I could good. Be, uh, I could be working in uh, on the Internet. I could be uh, huh. on one of the local programs. I could be playing solitaire, and it goes... Then what I would do is uh, first check your connections and make sure that they're properly seated. You may want to unplug them and plug them back in and make sure that they're really seated. I've seen that happen where the uh, plug was only partly 
pressed in. Right. And so then, you know, the heat and cold and what have you, they, they just, just, just does that. It could be that your video um, card, it could be on board video, um, that might be starting to fail. But before I would uh, replace, you know, start doing that, the first thing I would do is look at the connectors. Right. And the second thing I would do is if I could borrow another monitor and plug it in and see if it still does it. Yeah, do you have a second one you could try, George? No, I don't. I have a, I have a second HP Pavilion. They're both pretty old. No, well, okay. Uh, you could swap the whole computer, I guess, and see if it's the computer causing it because it could be the, the output of the display causing the uh. issue. Um, also, on the monitor itself, it probably has its own menu. And you can go into the settings of the menu of the monitor itself and see if it has any power saving or sleep settings on it. You have to go through like buttons on the monitor itself and uh-huh. turn off any kind of power saving on the monitor itself and see if that solves it. But All right. it could be many different things causing this from like what Bob said, a connection issue. It could be a monitor, a monitor could be going um, or it's uh, falsely sensing that you're not there, which it could be a display problem on your computer itself, the display driver uh, and the hardware and on your computer. So many different aspects. It's not a quick question, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you very much for the advice. I'm a, I get in the car to drive just to listen to you guys. Oh, that's the best, George. We appreciate and it. And as concerned, uh, Apple versus Mac, I, uh, I've done both. Yeah. And But with, if you're doing illustrative programs, Mac is certainly the one that yep. has the uh, yep. best capability for that. Sure. It's all preference and tool, right? Whatever you're going to use it for. That's right. So. Okay, thank George. you again. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. All right, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Again, i got to remind you guys, and I've done this just recently. I'm a, I'm a News Talk junkie since I was in college, and I've listened to WTIC News Talk 1080 since then on the AM band. But the station really doesn't tell you a whole lot about the fact that they are simulcast on the FM band 96.5 HD2. So if you have an HD radio, you can listen to this station in amazing HD quality, so that Ray Dunaway in the morning will sound exactly like Optimus Prime coming through your through your stereo, and uh, on high definition. I just figure I should tell you, somebody should tell you that you can get a great signal if you want another one. And if you have any issues going, you know, sometimes you go under bridges and your AM signal cuts in and out. FM does a better job. So if you look at ninety six five HD two, you'll listen to the same the same station here, but in high definition on the FM band. We're going to step out for a quick break. Scott, Bill, and Joe, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And uh, we have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you're listening on the stream, anywhere in the country, 1080 will pay for it. 1-800-966-WTIC. Let's go on to your uh, calls here. We're going to go to Bill in Windsor next. Morning, Bill. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you, sir? Terrific. I'm calling because recently, within the last week, I've been reading several articles, the most recent this morning on NBC Connecticut. Yes. And it's essentially saying the FBI warns users to reboot their routers. It's indicating that over 500,000 homes have been infected by a VPN filter. Right. Uh, malware, and they want you to shut your router after 30 seconds is the first is the first approach. Then doing a factory reset to that. Right. Is we this talked real. Is, yes. Is done or- yeah, we talked about it last week, Bill. Um, okay. And uh, it is real. And uh, just doing the power reset has found has turned out to really not be enough. Um, so okay. you should consider, which I know kind of stinks, 
factory resetting your router and setting it up okay. again. So if you look at your if you go download the manual for your router, there's a way to factory reset it. This is for home users, most likely your home uh router or your small office home office style routers. Not not business grade routers so far have not been impacted. It's the This uh, is on a uh, link that's uh 6A6900. Exactly. If you there's a list of actual routers that are impacted that, that has recently grown. And we can put that um, article up that we've got that talks about the folks that are most likely impacted by this issue. Rebooting it is not necessarily enough anymore. Um, This uh, VPN uh, virus that's come through is uh, more uh, persistent than they thought. And so if you factory reset it, like you got it right out of the box, then then you can uh, set it back up again. That should kill the connection. Uh, however, you get to reset your router, which means you get to reconfigure your passwords, maybe reconfigure your SSID, your Wi-Fi, all that fun stuff. So it's a beautiful Saturday. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do it yeah. today, but you should do it. Um, rebooting it minimally, um, but it, maybe you have to factory reset it to be fully rid of the potential threat. I think the Ukraine, okay. though, was the bigger, biggest target from what I've read. Uh, okay. uh, but it is something you should consider consider doing. It is definitely real. It's not fake news. Okay, because I read these, and I tend to go with the philosophy of not trying to fix problems that don't exist. So I haven't done anything, but I'll have to look at this then. Yeah, it is real. It is something you should consider doing, and we talked about it last week. Okay, one second question on this router. Yeah. I, I have it configured two different ways. I have it on a 5 gigahertz and a 2 gigahertz. Yes. And I noticed that in my yard, the 5 gigahertz, I've lost connection with it, but this, the 2 gigahertz is still connected further yep. out into the yard, which I find puzzling. Yeah, the uh, 5 gigahertz uh, connection has more speed but less distance. Right. And the okay. 2.4 gigahertz band has more distance but less speed. So that's completely normal, okay. Bill. Okay. And while you're doing this... One... Thank you. I appreciate that knowing that. Yeah, while you're, while you're doing this reconfig, consider configuring OpenDNS on your router as well. We should you should if you're going to re- if you're going to reset it anyways you may as well go in and set the uh, DNS settings as the open DNS IPs uh when you reconfigure it that way every yeah everybody in your network will now be safer when they use your internet okay so there's some benefits to doing this but it is a beautiful saturday so i would wait too but yeah, reboot rebooting it minimally you. okay okay and for your caller i think her name was Antoinette yeah. on apple i like I like pages and numbers way more than Word and Excel. Once I started using those two softwares, I've never used the Word and Excel any longer. So. Who is Page and Numbers by? That Pages, it's an Apple software. Pages oh. is Word and uh, Numbers is Excel. I gotcha. So it's their competing product? Yes. Gotcha. So they we work can... well. And it's all three of them, Keynote is the other one, all work off the same platform. So once you've learned the uh, format of using one, the other two are instinctively simple. Gotcha. So we got to get got to learn a new way to do it, but nothing wrong with that. So, all right, Bill. Okay, thanks for your help today. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Our pleasure. You too. Yeah, we were actually going to bring that news article up again, but we never got, didn't get to it. So, uh, yeah, consider rebooting your router and considering factory re- resetting it. But go to the computertalkwithtab.com. We're going to put the link up there for you because I think this article actually lists the the uh, the affected models of routers according to the FBI that you need to be aware of. So if you have these specific models that we can't, we're not going to list them all here for you on the air, but then you should definitely consider doing it. Uh, let's go to your calls again, right, Matt? I can go to Tolland, I think, and Scott next. Hey, Scott, what's up? Hey, 
Um, I uh, I don't usually listen to the radio at, at home because we don't get good reception, so I mm-hmm. listen in the car. But a couple of, back when we had the tornado warnings and stuff, I wanted to listen, so I rushed in to listen online. Yeah. And when I do so, I, I think I click some things, and I think it I went back later says you don't have to click these other things and agree to them. Yeah. So I clicked on a bunch of things just trying to get up quickly, and now I'm getting, like, extra pop-up windows, either a window or, like, new tabs in my browser. Okay. Just pop-up stuff, and I don't know how to get rid of them. Yeah, and it may not have been a cause of what you did either. It could have been some other browsing that you did um, that caused this. This is, again, a browser-type hijack, pop-up hijack, um, based on your surfing. So clear your cache. If you go to your you know, your browser cache, clear it to see if that takes care of it. I'm not that sophisticated. Uh, is it, which uh, browser are you using? Uh, Firefox? Using Chrome. Chrome. Okay, we'll put a link on the website for you to follow to how to clear your cache. Um, you can also run something called Malwarebytes. It's a free malware tool. And see if you have any malware loaded on there. And, okay. and also, do you have a smartphone? I do. Download the radio.com app. And if you download the radio.com app on your phone, you can then listen to WTIC on your phone, stream it over your Wi-Fi uh, in your home. And if you have a Bluetooth speaker, you can link it up to a Bluetooth speaker and listen to it that way through your radio.com app. So you're not dealing with this. You're dealing with a stream, but it's a different type of stream. You just write through the app, which is kind of nice. Okay. So um, you're going to put me up a link or something to go get the instructions on what to do? Yes, sir. We're going to put a link up as to how to clear your cache in, in Chrome. That should take care of the pop-up issue, but if you want to be doubly sure, run malware bytes to make sure you don't have any malware that's causing yeah. the pop-up. Uh, yeah, but so there's pop-ups and just like new tabs in the browser. Yeah, they're trying to auto auto pop-up stuff, and you might have a block that's occurring where it's, it's a blank page, right? You're not seeing anything? No, it'll come up, and it's like some site. There's a survey, or I, I don't know. All sort. I just click off them when I rise. It's, that's what it is. But they've been coming up a few times a day. Yeah. Typically, like when we open a new tab or something, and like another one will come up too. Yeah, it could also be the website you're going to, but we'll we'll put some links to try to clear it and yeah, see if that prevents it. We were doing this all the time, like nothing, and then as soon as I did that thing with the yeah, it, it happened. It started exactly then. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, we'll put a link up here for you to see if we can clear it for you and and go from there. Okay, so I go to computer talk with tab.com, the name of the show.com. Okay. All right, Scott. All right. Great. Thanks a lot. You got it, sir. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We've got two lines open for you. This is Computer Talk. Everything we've talked about has been posted live by Mike G. He posts everything to our old fashioned website and, of course, Facebook. If you follow us on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, it'll get to your news feed. Follow us at Tab Computer Systems. And if you follow us on Twitter, right below Trump. Tab Computer Sys on Twitter. It'll go right to your news feed again if whoever the dinglings at Twitter deem it worthy. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Two lines open. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC. The station will pay for it. No matter where you are in the country, love to hear from you. And, of course, uh, 966-WTIC uh, and, and uh, 860-522-WTIC, the local number. Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Kyle and Durham next. Hey, Kyle. Hi, good morning. Morning. 
Um, I just wanted to say before I get to my question, um, you've been talking about the HD2 option Yeah. Um, for this station. I just wanted to tell people who haven't, uh, you know, like me, kind of lower tech that haven't graduated like the satellite radio or something, HD is a wonderful option. I have it in the bus. You can ask Matt. He'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, the... the uh, it's it's just it's AM stereo. It sounds just like FM, and most FM stations have two or three HD options. Yeah, and uh, some of them include uh, you know commercial free uh, music and everything. So yep. it, it, HD is a is a wonderful option. It for, really uh, is. It really is. I wish yeah, we talked free, about a it. free option. <laughs> a free option, exactly. If you have an HD receiver, it's it's, it's great. Um, anyway, my question: um, I like to put together music on um, thumb drive and basically, uh, you know, music lists or, or mm-hmm. sets of music, and I have one particular, um, it's kind of like for sound reinforcement, like a DJ thing that, um, you know, has the, the option of uh, the USB or the Bluetooth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I get kind of a once in a while, and it's only once in a while, and it has its good days and its bad days, but I get kind of a stutter in the music. Yep. And I just wondered, is there anything that I can do? Is is it just that particular system, or is there? does it have anything to do with the size of the, uh, the thumb drive or sampling rate or anything like that, or just... Uh, so is it on different computers that you're using this? Uh, well, yeah, I can use it, you know, in that. Well, I can, you know, anywhere I have a USB port, but I, I'm just saying I do have this one particular system i'm just wondering is the processor just not it's just not handling it well it's all the all the above so if the if the process if the computer has a a slower usb port um there's there's usb one two and three um it may not move the the data fast enough um the usb drive itself might be one of the older versions it could be simply yes your processor could be ram it could be the, the program you're using is not getting the data in there fast enough and you're getting that stutter um, obviously copying it to the local drive, it should work better, um, off the thumb drive. How many files are you putting on there? Can you move them to the local drive and see if it's faster for you? I could. Well, basically I, I have my music mostly put together like on approximately 16, uh, 16 gig thumb drives. Yeah. And, um. It's just basically this one particular system. I just wondered if there was anything yeah, yeah. I could do to... Well, to prove it out, you got to do a little testing. So if you go ahead and take one of your drives and copy the contents to the local hard drive and see if see if it stutters, then you've answered your question. It's not your thumb drive. It's the yeah. machine. Right. Um, right. There's no way to figure it out without trying to do a little bit of testing to see if you have a performance issue. Well, if it plays fine on the local hard drive also, it could, it could be that it's the USB port. Right. A slow port. Uh, see, if the uh, port is white, it's typically one uh, USB 1. If it's black, it's typically USB 2. And if it's blue, it's typically USB 3. Okay. And they're fast. They go up in speed as far as how fast they move data. Right. Yeah, so, I can. I can. I didn't think about checking that. I can definitely check that. I'm, just, I'm thinking it's probably this one particular system. We just, we basically use it outside around the pool area. Yep. And uh, I like to just have stuff put together and just let it go for hours, you know. But yeah, it's, uh, nice. Um, but occasionally, and it, sometimes it's very occasionally, and it seems to be completely random where you get a little bit of a stutter in yeah. the music. Yeah, it could uh, be. It could also be an update happening on the, on the darn computer. It's something in the background of the machine is saying, oh, i got to update this now, or I well, my, my antivirus has to run, or something silly like that. Basically, 
basically this isn't a computer. It's just uh, like an outside uh, or like a, a system, you know, like a PA type um, system. Oh, it's not a computer. Uh, no, it isn't. And so I'm hmm. just wondering if this particular system is, you know, like the processor in this system just isn't. Quite gotcha. Well, check, take, of- yeah, take a look at the interface. Is it white, black, or blue? And um, see if if it's uh, if you could improve it there, but otherwise, is you're stuck. You can't even. There's no operating system then, right? Right. Well, I just wonder if there was anything that I could do to reduce the, you know, any anything. Well, get it. You know, yeah, like you, using a smaller drive, or I mean, a smaller thumb drive, or using a. No, you can get a better thumb drive. So, is your thumb drive a USB three capable drive, or is it only one of the older ones? I well, let's see. I think I think. Um, USB two. I don't think I have a computer that that has a USB three. Okay. Uh, on it at the moment, but uh, so, so again, maximize that connectivity between the device. If it's a USB two capable device and your USB two capable thumb drive, um, otherwise, there's not a whole lot more you can do other than the the system is just choking on whatever you're sending it for whatever right. reason off the thumb drive. You can also I try will, a hard drive. I but, will check the colors though. I didn't, and then. Uh, you know, possibly for optimum performance, match the uh, match you know, the colors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, that's all I can think of, that. Kyle. Okay, thanks. You're we'll welcome. Right, thank you. All right, you're welcome. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. When he said system, I thought he was talking about a computer. I also got a link here to the best uh, USB drives for music. Oh, good. So uh, we can put that out too. Yeah, because they'll perform differently. It was funny. I was at a meeting yesterday afternoon for a client, and they were talking about a server. And so, of course, they used the term server, and I assumed they meant a Windows domain-style server. Well, it turns out it was a Windows 10 computer they called a server. That's a whole different can of worms. So it's all a matter of you know, the terms you're using are pretty important when it comes down to trying to troubleshoot or figure out what the heck you're talking about. Um, I'll try to take another call before we'll go to break. Hopefully Matt won't get mad at me. We're going to go to uh, Joe in Hartford. Hey, Joe. Hello. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, what can I do for you, sir? Yeah, uh, is this Joe? You're Joe. I'm Eric. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem. I lost the instruction manual, and I can't, and I lost. Some of the kids got the wires. I have a. Uh, I can't hook this up. Can you give me the instruction manual? For what type of? Uh, it's a. Um, it's a, uh, a symphony. I symphony. They call it 19-inch uh, HD LCD television with LED backlight, and it has. Um, uh, Wi-Fi capabilities. I'll give you the spec, the the uh, exact model number and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's um. Let me see here. L E D. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. Nine. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah. H. Five O. That's. And it has the. With it, the Sony wireless LAN built mm. into it. Okay. Yep, I see. For there's the blue, some... Blu-ray disc, okay. and the model number on that is B is in Bravo, D is in Door, P is in Paul, Dash, S is in Sam, three one zero zero. So you're trying to get the the Blu-ray player to play on your screen. Well, it's it's a system. It works together. Okay. But I can't. I don't have any of the wires. I don't have any instruction manuals. But I do know that this Wi-Fi capability is wireless LAN. 
Right, so you got to make sure you get into the configuration. So we'll try to find the manual for the, so the device there. I bought this used from yep. these people, and they were using it. They were getting the Internet on it, and then there were, when they weren't getting the Internet, they were watching, uh, you know. Blu-ray or what have you. Yeah. Sure. So how does that hook up wirelessly? you got to configure that in with the uh, your the computer? Or? Oh, no. Uh, well, you have to have a wireless network in your home broadcasting. Do you have that? Yeah. Okay. Is that the only way to get that? Gen you yeah. Generally, you need to have your own service, so you're broadcasting an SSID so, that's, so that phones or wireless devices can connect to so it. If you have the Internet in your house, you could, could you do it that way? That, yeah, because I could take it from location to location. That's what I'm assuming you have. Yeah, you, I'm assuming you have some sort of wireless access point or router in your home that's broadcasting. Router, yeah. Is it is a frontier it, router? Uh, okay, so the frontier router must have a Wi-Fi signal that you're logging into in your phone and stuff, correct? Um. Yeah, right. because I get the inter. I get the internet. All right. And um, so you know, I, I can go online. Yeah. So then, if you have an SSID that says Rick Rick from Hebron's SSID, you want to go into the the manual that we're going to post here for you that we think is close enough for you to then edit the the settings on the device where you have to configure its Wi-Fi card so you can get online. Um, yeah, we've got a 55 we put up there rather than the 50, but it's close. It might be close enough for you to to follow the instructions. And you got to tell the network card what your SSID is, what your password is, and then get it online. Um, so I've done it before, before with a uh, wireless printer. Yeah, same and idea. I got that to work. Same idea. So I should be able to get this to work. Yeah. Well, okay. we have, we'll put the link up for the manual, now, the closest tell, one we tell found. Tell me about this wireless card. I thought that how it's, does that work? It's inside the computer. It's inside the, your, your Sony device, I think. It's inside your oh, Okay, your, just like your the simple. wireless printer is. Right, Correct. Right, right. If it is. I mean, you assume it's there because they told you it was. Yeah, they were using it. Yeah. That's oh. why I bought it from them. Yeah. Or there could be a, a, a wired connection in the but back. But I don't know what they did with the wires. I'm sorry. I don't know what they did with the wires, though. I'm sorry. What did you say? It could be a... Look at the back. There could be a wired connection. It looks like a... Uh, yeah, there's a wire connection, too. Big tap. Big cat. Well, for the electricity, you know. For yeah. The it could also look like a Cat5 connection, which looks like a phone connection. But um, uh. we'll put the link here for you, Rick. Okay. You know, try to read the manual. Try. To, you'll have to at least go from there. I don't have there. the manual. I don't have anything. No, no. We're going to put a wires. link. We're putting a link for you at computertalkwithtab.com. We're going to put a link up there for you, Rick. Okay. So that's what I go online. That's what I put in computer talk with tab. Yeah, exactly. The name of the show dot com. Okay. To, thank you. Go to right. the links area. Thanks, man. You got God it, Rick. Bless you guys. <laughs> Our pleasure. Good luck with it. Sometimes, uh, when you get that free, you know, something like that without a manual, you find yourself kind of stuck. So we'll hope uh, Rick's all set. We're going to take a quick break, get back to more of your calls. We're here till 11 o'clock. Dr. Alessi's in the green room. We're getting ready with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice, but we'll be right back. And we are back. I wasn't sure if it was the disturbed version or if this is the old classic Phil Collins version. Try having that conversation with your kid. And they listen to it on Disturbed, like, oh, this is a great song by Disturbed. I'm like, this was a Phil Collins tune making fun of President Reagan. <laughs> and then the wall came down. So let's go to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Rick and Hebron. Hey, Rick, what's up? Hi, Rick. can you hear me okay? We can, yes. All right. had a question for you. I wanted you to help me out. All right. I'm trying to transfer photos, uh, have a lot of photos, over to a two-terabyte 
Western Digital External Drive. I'm trying to do this from my iMac that's about four years old, my desktop. Okay. And I'm encountering, what I'm encountering is I just can't find a good way to bring them over. You know, I have them all in iPhotos and nice folders yep. named or a- albums, so to say. Mm-hmm. And when I try to bring anything over, um, not only does it not bring over folders, but it changes the dates on everything. So yep. it, it'll have it'll have pictures. You know, I'll have a thousand pictures from 2013 that'll say I I transferred them 20 minutes ago. Right. So, so do you have any idea how to how to do this? I, I'm just using this as a as a you know a, a third way to save those precious photos of the grandkids. Right. I hear so. you. I I can tell you with with PC tools, right, Bob? You can do uh, X copies and and certain copies with certain with certain switches that'll preserve the date stamps. Yeah, typically you can do a cut and paste versus a copy and paste too. But it's not going to preserve the date stamp. It's going to give you a new date stamp. Well, we we want to we want to preserve the date stamp of right. the actual picture so that Rick, you're looking it up by date, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Apple, I'm not I'm not exactly sure of the command, but I bet you there is a way to transfer files where it preserves the date stamp of the photos so that you can look it up by the time of the year that the photo was taken. That's how you're, obviously that's how you're cataloging them, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you can buy these uh, Western digital external drives for windows and mine is formatted for, you know, for a Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your your key is your transfer. So there are definitely, definitely ways to do it within, within the windows world. Um, Within the Mac world, there must be a transfer utility um, a low-level transfer utility that allowed you to do a copy of some sort and preserve the date stamps with switches. Um, I don't know what the syntax is uh, because I'm not a, um, a Apple guy. However, Bob has maybe right. possibly found it for you. You got that, Bob? Okay. Well, it and, says I do. It's, <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a peek here. We're going to go to a link that Bob just shared with me over here. Oh, yeah, yeah. How to copy a folder and preserve the date-added metadata. Um, so this has to do with Apple, and, and uh, we can give you that information. On, and, your, on your website. Yeah, it'll be there at computertalkwithtab.com, and it'll give you the the information as to how to do that. Um, and oh, that's great. Yeah, and I know one of our uh, – Mike G is an Apple user. I'm trying to – I'm sure he's listening to this conversation, and he might know of a way to do it as well within Apple. But off the top of our heads, we don't. But there are many other methods within Windows to do it. Uh, right. Right, but unfortunately, we don't know it through Apple. But we'll put this okay. link, and maybe I'll, this will be I'll helpful. I'll look for that link. Thanks so much. Our pleasure. Good luck, Rick. Enjoy the show. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Our pleasure. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, so we'll put that up there for you. That is kind of annoying if you do a copy and a paste, and all the t- all the day stamps are when you are, are now going to show up on the new target with uh, the current uh, date and time of when you actually made the copy. So feel free to get online. We have a few minutes left here at the top of the hour, 1-800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. I'm going to give you a couple of other news articles as we wait for your calls. Facebook again. Now, we've already heard recently that Facebook, according to a New York Times article, was sharing our data with phone manufacturers, including Chinese manufacturers. So we've always wondered how the heck Facebook was making money early on, early on, right? We We understand now how they're doing it. They're 
we're all we're all the commodity and they're selling our lives to the highest dollar to the, to the advertisers. But early on, we were figuring out what the heck are they doing to make money. We couldn't figure it out. Well, it turns out they were having all these deals with Apple and Huawei and Chinese companies and American companies uh, that that sell the devices, and they were giving all all of our information. They say they weren't, but they were, according to the New York Times. I assume it's not fake news. <laughs> it could be fake. Who knows? Let's assume it's not fake. Um, yeah, but they're hiring fake news fact checkers. <laughs> they are hiring fake. <laughs> but in this story, the, the dinglings at Facebook also had another huge privacy goof that made 14 million users' data readable to anyone. So you thought your post was private, but it was public and able to be viewed by an unlimited number of contacts. So Facebook disclosed a new privacy blunder on Thursday that it said that the site accidentally made posts of 14 million users public even though they designated the post to be shared with only a limited number of contacts. Again, you can't trust these big cloud-based companies to take care of our data. And they're going to sell it at the highest bidder, man. So uh, we'll put a link up uh, for you. So if you're still using Facebook, understand they're going to know everything about you. They're going to know what kind of food you take pictures of and who your friends are and who your friends' friends are and I don't know, whatever whatever they're going on, Facebook is selling it to the highest bidder. Um, and they say they care about your data, but they really don't. Uh, we got Kate in West uh, Hartford with a question. Hey, Kate. Good morning. morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, only a few minutes left. Go ahead. Okay. I heard part of your comment about the FBI warning. Yes. What was the full purpose behind that? What are they- there's, a, there's a hack that's occurring on our routers um, that uh, you need to, to stop. And uh, if you reboot your router, that should stop it. If it doesn't, it, it, they also are now saying that you may need to factory reset your, your home router. And uh, we have a link to the story to see if your router is affected um, but, uh, for more information. But basically, the FBI is trying to head off this uh, attack that's occurring. Half a million routers have been impacted. Wow. Yep. Um, the, now, I have a Frontier router. It's a Wi-Fi and, front, and router combined. That's okay. That's part of Frontier system. Yeah. That shouldn't be impacted. You can simply reboot it if you want to be sure, but that should not be part of the list. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Kate. Good luck. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. I want to thank all of you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Thank you, Mike G., for posting everything live to our Computer Talk with Tab website, our Facebook site, Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy. And, of course, if you follow us on Twitter, at Tab Computer Sys, it'll get there. Stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next with a second opinion on your health advice. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.